A lot of tension in the air, right? Yeah, I know. Um, I think, uh, and, and I'm always trying to improve the podcast, and I came up with an idea. I thought we should start the podcast with, uh, I don't know, Pledge of uh, Allegiance. Is, is there anybody out here that can lead us in the pledge? And uh, Your name's uh, Joe? Oh, go, yeah, just go ahead. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. Who? One nation. What? Indivisible, under God, for real. What the hell is that guy saying? I have no idea. This is... That can't, he's not running for president. He can't even do the Pledge of Allegiance. What the hell is going on here? I'm confused. There is no gray. They don't let your churches open. They let a casino open, but they won't let your churches open. They'll let protesters protest in the streets. Just black and white. And his super liberal running mate, Kamala. This is the truth. Uh I say they're against guns. They're against oil and they're against religion. Damn right. This is Danny Land. All right, here we are. What's going on? A lot to cover here today from the deep, the dark, the dank corners of my basement in Willoughby, Ohio. 25 miles east of downtown Cleveland. It's Danny Land. I'm Danny Chekolinski. Damn right. I don't get paid for this podcast. I do it for fun. I do it for therapy. I enjoy speaking my mind and not being told what to say or when to say it. Yeah, it happened before. I spent my entire working career in morning radio. That was then. This is now. This is real. This is me. Funny story. That happened uh, last Thursday when I was watching the Browns game. Uh, If you know me, you know that... uh, I'm not going to be on the cover of Ben's Health Magazine anytime real soon, all right? Yeah, I got issues. Take 11 prescription drugs a day. Take the uh, blood thinner Eliquis. That's twice a day, 5 milligrams. I got a pacemaker, and every now and then my heart goes into AFib. So the Eliquis, it's important. It's expensive, too. It stops me from having a stroke. All right. Thursday, I sit down at my desk to watch the second half of the Browns game. My right elbow kind of smacked into it. It happened to you. Yeah, you're stupid and you're watching the Browns. You had a couple of beers and stuff. I smacked the side of my desk. I felt this um, this uh, warm, it, it, liquid, warm. You know, I felt it you know, coming out of my elbow. So I looked down and blood is pour- the blood is pouring out of my elbow like I just shook hands with OJ. I'm 56 years old. This shit should not be happening to me. I take off my shirt. I wrap up the elbow. I go into the sink uh, in the utility room, right? Picture this. I, I, I need another towel. The t- T-shirt's full of blood. So I throw that in the sink, grab two dish towels. Now, now keep in mind, that I wasn't in a knife fight, but the floor of my utility room, I was, I was going to, if I pass out and people show up, there's going to be a criminal investigation. Took me uh, took me thirty five minutes to stop the uh, the elbow from bleeding, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what happens when you get old. I I almost bled to death trying to sit down. And, 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 you know, again, whoever said that life begins at fifty? No, I think it's death begins at fifty. I I used an entire box of gauze pads, an entire roll of medical tape that stopped the bleeding, all right? So I I had to wrap up the whole arm and stuff like that. It pretty much looks like, it looked like I was attacked by a bear in the woods. 
So I walk out the next day. I go to the uh, uh, the, the freaking mailbox, and my neighbors see me, and they're like, oh, my God, what happened to you? Yeah. I just told them the truth. Yeah, yeah. Neighbor, I was trying to sit down. Oh, nice. Stay away from me, freak. So the uh, biggest story of the week, all right? Let's, let's start the podcast now. Biggest story of the week. Death of Supreme Court Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg last Friday at the age of uh, 87. Now, why is this a big story? You're 87, you died. That shouldn't be news, all right? Let me explain something to you if you don't know. If you do, play along, all right? The president gets to nominate the next judge. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a, a huge liberal, uh, 1993, was uh, nominated to the court by, uh, by, by Bill Clinton. She was 60 at the time, 27 you know, pretty much, I mean, everybody thought that, you know, that she's, her, her career was done. But no, 27 years on the court. I don't agree with her politics, but still, come on now. Trump's going to, he's going to select the conservative, all right? The Democrats want the president to wait until the results of the election and hope that Sleepy Joe wins, and then they can tell Biden who to nominate. You follow? Because it shifts the power of the court. And Trump is really going to piss off. Like, you know, I tell you what, if Trump's going to lose and if he's going to go out, this is the way to go out in the election. Just piss him off. Because they're going to deal with whoever he nominates, they're going to deal with him for probably the next 25 years. But anyhow, as far as the delay, Ted Cruz says that, sh that shit ain't going to fly. No way. When the vacancy occurs, that naturally leads to the, to the question of what will happen next. Uh, and the answer in terms of what's going to happen next is we know now the president is going to make a nomination. I, when I called for the president to make the nomination this coming week, he's announced he's going to make the nomination this week. And I believe the right thing to do is for the Senate to take up this nomination and to confirm the nominee before Election Day. Well, he's right. And you know what? Uh, breaking news right now because we found out that, that, that dipshit Mitt Romney is going to He's going to back the president in his selection. So, what? There may not even be an investigation into the nominee. The nominee, rather, they may go directly to vote. And oh my God, can you imagine the libtards how pissed off they're going to be? Look, Republicans control the Senate. If the Democrats don't like that, then they should concentrate on winning elections. Now, again, it's possible they could get control of the Senate back. Yeah, we're in, what, five, six weeks. So the time for a nominee to be announced, it, it, quite frankly, it's this week. It's going to be a woman. It's going to be a conservative and one that protects the Constitution. So, again, you have to understand the backstory on this here. If you thought the election of 20, when I woke up and I saw that RBG was dead, I went, oh, shit. This is just, I mean, the shitstorm just got, you know, it, it got real. For real. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. Right. One nation. Indivisible. Under God. For real. <laughs> great, uh, great audio coming up of drunks at the Browns game on Thursday night. Let's stay with uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats here, okay? I'm not going to get deep into politics and stuff like here. I'm going to talk about stuff like uh, you and I are sitting at a bar, all right? And this would have been, what, uh, 15 years ago when we can sit at a bar? I don't even know what goes on. Yeah, uh, well, we got to close the bar at 10 o'clock because we know that the uh, Chinese virus comes out at 10.01. Yep, Dr. Fauci said so. Freaking idiots. 
This uh, election is going to get ugly. First debate's coming up here in Cleveland uh, on the 29th. I truly, listen to me now, okay? I truly believe the future of the nation. It's at stake. It really is. The Democratic Party of today is not the Democratic Party in the past. They're dangerous. Right now, they're dangerous. They want your guns. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't want you to go to church. So, the Democrats have propped up a senile old man as a candidate, but he's going to be told what to say and what to do by socialists like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who do- she doesn't even hide the fact that Joe Biden's going to be their freaking puppet. You know, I think overall, um, um, we can likely push Vice President Biden in a more progressive uh, direction across policy issues. I think foreign policy is an enormous area where we can improve. Immigration is another one. Uh, criminal justice is, is another area wait, wait, wait. Where, where we can pursue push, a lot push, of pursue? Uh, progressive direction. Okay. She used the word about push. She's going to push the president for her own agenda. I mean, this is pretty freaking scary. It's a blatant violation of the United States Constitution. Pay attention to history in 10th grade? This is crazy. Look, I got a confession to make, okay? I sat at my desk for about two hours trying to figure out why anyone with a reasonable amount of common sense would vote for uh, uh, Kamala and and, and, and Joe, the Biden-Harris ticket. Huh. I sat there for two freaking hours and I never grabbed a pen. There's absolutely nobody, I'm talking about Joe Biden right now, okay? There, there's nobody home inside that head. It's gone. It's been closed. There's cobwebs. The lights have been off for quite some time. Kissimmee, Florida, okay, Sleepy Joe, yeah, he was worried about the uh, Latino uh, vote. And that's very big, obviously, in Florida, too. It's huge, like 20%. Um, so he showed up in Kissimmee, which is uh, by Orlando, and, you know, evidently he uh, asked mommy for a note to leave the basement, and he was allowed. And he walks up to the podium, and uh, this, uh, this freak show does this. I just have one thing to say. Okay. Hang on here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Got a phone in his head. kidding. They start dancing around. You've seen hey, this. Right? Dance a little bit, Joe. Come on. I'll tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be, I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> How about these people? Isn't that nice? Well, these people. Evidently, these people is the vernacular that uh, Sleepy Joe uses to, um, to address a group of Latinos. We... we what are you going to say when you, uh, when you go and uh, try to get that black vote there, Joe? Homie? Look, I'm telling you right now, his staff didn't know about this. They would have never let that happen. Really? He's going to stand up there on the podium, come walking out, and Kissimmee is trying to get the Latino vote? Here's what happened. He plays to spot you on the phone, and he's like, vote for me, Mr. Gonzalez. Sleepy Joe also said this over the weekend. Oh, I love this. I really do. If you could take care, you were a quartermaster. 
Guy deserves to be in a home, chewing on some tapioca pudding and watching a murder she wrote. He should not be running for president, okay? I want to hear that, uh, I want to hear that Biden clip uh, one more time. Yeah, here we go. Because if you could take care, if you were a quartermaster, <laughs> you can sure and help take care of running a, you know, a department oh, store good, uh, thing, you know, where... And the second floor of the ladies' department. You know what I mean? Stop. Quartermaster, ladies' department. Who is this guy? Where'd he come from? If anyone else wandered around with a microphone saying stuff like that, all right, can we be honest? They would be taken to the nearest hospital for a freaking CAT scan. We've We've all seen Trump hold the press conference. Hate him, like him. Yeah, we've seen him, right? Yeah. He's fearless. Takes questions from anyone at any time. It's rapid fire. It's full of um, information. Moves fast. All right, so how does Sleepy Joe hold a uh, press conference, all right? I'm doing this for a reason. I have a purpose, all right? Let me put my list here. Oh, dear God. Everybody's sitting. Oh, that's what they do, Joe. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. ABC, Mary. <laughs> oh, good God! This is this is so sad. Uh, where do I go from here? Okay. I uh, let, let let me change the topic. Right. A year ago today, where were you? We're having a great freaking time in the fall, right? Pumpkin patch, watching the Browns, doing uh, cookouts and stuff, hanging with friends. If you're up here in North, you know, you're, looking, you're enjoying the, uh, the ride around. You're seeing the leaves change. It's wonderful. My friends in Florida, you know what? You finally got a break from the freaking weather. Uh, hurricanes, actually. I'm sorry. Hurricanes are gone. It's what? Let's go to the beach. You know what? A year ago, we weren't wearing freaking masks. We didn't know about social distancing last year. But then in December, when the Chinese virus first appeared, people got sick, people people have died. Listen to what Sleepy Joe said this weekend about the uh, Chinese virus and, uh, and Donald Trump, right? And perhaps, most cruelly of all, if Donald Trump has his way, the complications from COVID-19 which are well beyond what they should be. It's estimated that 200 million people have died by the time I finish this talk. Oh, dear God. I just noticed, too, I'm saying that a lot. Every time I come out of a Joe Biden club, I go, oh, dear God, you know what? I'm sorry. You should be saying it as well. Why should you go like, oh, dear God! Mm. Look, there's 330 million people in the country, and according to Sleepy Joe, half of our population is now dead. <laughs> it's true. Let me, let me show you how ridiculously stupid this guy is. If there were 40 people living in your neighborhood, it's, according to Joe, it's probably down to 20 now. Right? 
There should be bodies in the streets. Good God, it's 200,000, Joe, stop it. Now, one thing, all right, one thing we agree, I think that we can agree on is people do not agree on wearing masks. Not everybody believes in them. People don't like the government telling them what to do. And they shouldn't, all right? Now, if Joe Biden wins the election, it's probable that there would be a nationwide mask update. Yeah. And just a reminder for everyone, Jake, uh, he and Kamala Harris called for that mask mandate uh, back in August. They said they wanted a three-month mask mandate that they believed uh, many lives could be saved. Yeah, and then they backed off it, said it was a mask guideline or something like that. Now I guess they're back to a mask mandate. Right. Jessica Dean, right. thank you so and much. And now, right. I, I, thank I, you so yeah. much. I appreciate I, I, it. You're welcome. Talking heads. Unbelievable. All right, so here's the thing, okay? The question you should be asking yourself, friends, is where does it start and where does it end? How many more mandates are they considering? Will it be a mandate of the day? And do you think this old guy wants to put on his freaking mask? I haven't worn a a mask in Walmart. I go there all the time with her, too. All right. She doesn't wear a mask. What if you go into the store and they... And they, they ask, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> That's it. What if they start yelling at you? Let them yell. You don't want me to want me out? I'll, I'll leave. Okay. What pisses me off is the fucking people <laughs> that, that uh, give you a dirty look or say something. Right. I just go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just said them words. Go fuck yourself. There you go. Call a cop. I love that guy, and I think a lot of us uh, pretty much feel that way. I do wear a mask, okay? It's a, I'm at risk. I got a shitty heart and stuff like that, so I, I don't believe in it. I don't like people telling me what the fuck to do. I got, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop uh, on the, the swearing, but it's... Uh, yeah. All right. We can't shut our freaking country down again. We, we have to return to being a, a functioning society. There's talk about a vaccine before the end of the year. I don't believe that when I see it. It changes every freaking day. Anything with the government is shit. Anything. I don't even CDC who. Anything. Department of Health. Yeah, forget it. Government. Shit. You would, um, you would think that the news of a vaccine. I'm trying to get back on topic here. Definitely by the end of the year, maybe by the end, maybe before election. You would think that would make sleepy freaking Joe happy. Really? Forget it. So let me be clear. I trust vaccines. I trust scientists. But I don't trust Donald Trump. And at this moment, the American people can't either. Oh, for crazy. We got we to gotta trust the science. The science. Joe... He's not in a lab with Dr. Fauci at a chemistry set working on a vaccine, okay? It's, it's not happening, all right? You know, I, 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 it's sad that I'm going to say that I, I really think Biden believes Trump puts on a lab coat and looks through a microscope in his spare time. God trust the science. Good. No. <laughs> This is fun. Week two of the NFL is history. Uh, people, now, uh, friends, 
if you know me, uh, my name is Danny Chekolinski, by the way. It's from Radio, uh, Radio Danny on Facebook. You want to get a hold of me? I want to be, you know, if we're not friends, let's be friends, okay? Uh, people that know me know that I'm a huge football fan and a Cleveland Browns fan. When, uh, when my father was alive, he passed away in 1999, age of 57, um, we would talk on the phone and, during every game. Remember the, uh, <laughs> remember the MCI calling card? Remember those things? Yeah. So uh, based on what city I was in, I would go to the local sports bar. Somebody had a satellite TV, you know, on the rotor and stuff and get the game. Then I'd call and, yeah, and then I'd talk to my father during the game. It's my team. I, I, I don't care. They suck. All right. But it's my team. So the Browns played Bengals, uh, that Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night. It's not sports oriented, okay? It's, it's more lifestyle here. Trust me. They won 35 30. This gastrointestinal, what the hell's going on? Maybe I should chew my freaking food. God. So, anyhow, um, so uh, 67,000 people allowed in the stadium or so, but, you know, we got the Chinese virus going on, so you know, we're all going to die. So the uh, limited number of uh, fans allowed, maybe like 6,000. Uh, so <laughs> how about this group of winners? 6,000 people coming through. Listen to these guys, huh? It was so great being there. It was a great win, divisional Whoa! win. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> if you've never been here to Cleveland, you should come. Call me. I'll be your tour guide. It's not that difficult to find white trash and stupid. I'm sure 70% of those idiots called the circ, uh, calling sick uh, to work on, uh, on Friday. It's by far my favorite drunk of the night. Now, first of all, uh, here we go. First of all, this guy, his girlfriend starts to talk. And then he interrupts the shit out of her because he's just a dick. 6,000 people don't matter. 6,000 people. It was still more, awesome. It was still like 60,000 people. <laughs> what? Honestly, Baker had the crowd going. And he hit up old Odell. And we <laughs> knew it was coming. All right, all right, stop, stop. All right, did you hear that? Well, maybe I was running my freaking mouth too much, okay? Listen to how that kid says uh, Odell Beckham's name. Odell? Mm, we've been there, right? I'm... And the way of Baker Mayfield hit, oh no, I am um, Six thousand people don't matter. Six thousand. It was still awesome. It was still oh, like no. sixty thousand people. There we go. Honestly, Baker had the crowd going, and he hit up old Odell, and <laughs> we knew it was coming. Now oh, oh. oh, you're at the end. That's a man that threw up in his car. Washington uh, football team comes at Cleveland on Sunday. Browns favored by six. One of the things I do in life is really good. I, I, I can pick football games. I, made, I, I don't bet anymore. Done with that. But I, I made a lot of money for people uh, over the weekend. Browns by six. Opening line. They'll cover. All right. All right. We're done. Thank you. That's very cool. We got another. I'm probably gonna do this like about once a week or so because I want the. I want it to be solid. I want it to fly. And I'm pretty critical of what I do. Radio Danny on Facebook, get a hold of me. Uh, I, I, whatever. I mean, if you hate me, that's fine. It's okay. Let me know. It's good. Um, if you could do me a favor, 
tell people about the podcast, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, the po- like we say, the power of the podcast comes from you. And I, I need your help. 24-hour comment line. Here's one to jot down on your wrist. Uh, 561-318-3702. Whatever you, it, it doesn't matter. I just... Uh, and, and suggestions, too, like I said. We're, we're going to make this good. We're going to have a lot of fun. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Shut up and sit down. Next week. You have just experienced the truth. Those asinine morons who canceled us were themselves fired for incompetence. Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. I'm charming and clever, and I can unhook a bra with my toes. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang.